I know he said he was angry, but like if you get angry and the, the first things you go to are like racial tropes, that's that's deep rooted in your heart, brother. <laughs> like you meant that from the bottom of your heart, bro. Like, yo, I'm gonna look at this black dude and insult his intelligence and then make make fun of his 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 lips. Like, bro, what are we doing? What get get Chucky out of here? Get Chucky out of here. All right, you ready? Yo, what's this, your boy South Three Seven Six? Yes, I am ready. This is the yes, yeah. Uh, we read a new and we just kick it. Black boy down in Victoria's when we die. They don't even look at nice. They don't see the other side. They only kill the blacks and the tech side. They race to kill the homie, then they say they come from Titans fan. What's good, my brother? Nothing much. I want to first. Shout out to uh, Pride. I have a Pride Embracer here. Uh, you know, means a lot to me. I want to give a shout out to Lowski Wolski 89 because not only is he gay, but I'm about to erase his ass just like his uh, team got erased this Thursday and packed up as always. As you can see, Lowski, I still do have some of my hair, you bald fuck. So next time you try to come for me, just remember I'm always come for you. Uh, we don't do nothing in this double gate community, but kick it. Shout out to everybody that's tuning in as always. I feel lovely today. How are you, brother? I mean, first and foremost, there's nothing wrong with being gay. We are not like Dave Chappelle. We do support the LGBTQ plus community. Um, I, I heard one of those jokes. I didn't watch the full stand up. Um, I did hear one of those jokes. Um, it was funny, but I think the issue is, is with Chappelle. He he seems to have had like a a foothold talking about this community. And again, I don't have all the perspective and information on it, but it just seems like he he continuously makes it a point to go after this community. And again, he's already said like, hey, if this is what being canceled feels like, then I love it. And I get it, you know what I'm saying? He's getting the attention, but there, there has been talks of quote unquote, canceling him, taking a special on Netflix. But from a Netflix perspective, like why would you do that? This is exactly what you want. You want people talking about this special, you want people streaming this special, like he's bringing them more attention and more streams. Like it's a win-win for everybody in that situation. We've said in this podcast many times, you can it's documented many episodes. Nobody's canceled except for Daniel Caesar. That's it. That's the only person that has actually really got canceled. Like R. Kelly clearly was found guilty of heinous charges, and his like streams went up like five thousand percent. Like it doesn't make any sense. But yeah. it is what it is. I, I guess we'll watch it. I'll watch it at some point. We might talk about it, but. I mean, yes, if, if Mr. Lowski, you know, swings that way, that's his prerogative. But I mean, I watched this. Well, I didn't watch. I watched some of the clips that were supposed to be controversial. And I understand that um, times change, people grow. But with stand up, it's like, what can you do? I mean, th th these people are going to get their jokes out. Um, for me, I, I had a friend earlier today that was asking me about it. I actually never really, I'm not going to say I don't, like Dave Chappelle has good jokes within his stand-ups. He's a funny guy. Um, I prefer his skit stuff, so usually I'm a little bit late as far as what he's talking about, but um, as far as the comedy specials and things like that, but it's a common occurrence. Like With these things, comedians are going to get the, the jokes out. Um, we just live in a society now where people are a lot more sensitive about what's being put out. But if you go back to uh, Raw way back in 84, it was, you know, gay jokes, uh, people pretending to be gay, men pretending to be women, you know, different things like that. You just have to take it with a grain of salt, unfortunately. I mean, it's, it's the era that we live in, not saying that it's right or wrong, but, you know, it wasn't nothing that he said that I would say, oh, my God, he needs to be canceled. It's definitely better than, you know, Tyson Fury saying nigga. But, you know, then again, even with that, he was rapping a song. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to say it's right or wrong, but people will be like, he's canceled. And then he'll sell 74 million pay-per-views uh, the next fight. So, you know, you're canceled for a millisecond and you're right back in the mix. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that as, as well. But, I mean, I guess there was a time where – comedians kind of got a pass for things they say because they're, they're under the umbrella of, of, hey, this is my job. This is comedy. Um, there is always a little bit of truth in comedy, right? There are people that are comedians that are just, you know, obscene and vulgar and it's not smart and it doesn't make any sense. 
kind of like in movies, like where like profanity and nudity and sex are used. There's a way to use it where it is kind of artistic, where it makes sense. And then there's just also just crude violence, crude sex, crude language, where it doesn't make sense or fit into the flow of the movie or whatever the art is. So as a comedian, yeah, it is kind of your job to cross those lines. But you also have to do it in a way that makes people think where, where it makes sense. So, um, again, I, the joke that I heard was the, the Beyond Meat joke. It was a, it was funny. Like, it made sense. So I don't think it was like gratuitous, like railing against that community. But again, I didn't hear the whole thing. So, but you got to understand that's their job. Make us laugh, make us think. But if you're just out here calling people F word and there's no really rhyme or reason to it, then yeah, I, I think that's a problem. But it's also the internet. The internet cancels everything for every five minutes. So, you know, that's something I don't put too much weight into. But one thing that was kind of canceled, kind of from a societal standpoint, um, as we recorded, it is uh, Indigenous People Day, formerly known as Columbus Day. And per usual, right on schedule, uh, you know, the white folks are mad that this is kind of a thing, right? That it was changed from Columbus Day that was kind of kind of portrayed as like celebrating Italian American heritage, right? But as we learn more about history and we do and do more research, as you learn, you know, you have to do better, right? Like Christopher Columbus was a terrible human being, first and foremost. Like, can't get around that. So per the AP News, uh, essentially, uh, what did they say this man did? He did some wild stuff. I mean, if you want to sum it up, kind of the, the, the white man's conquering playbook, you know, rape, pillage, take from others, finesse others kill people and then frame it as you being a pioneer. You know what I'm saying? Let's see. It says it's painfully absurd to honor indigenous people and the man who tortured and murdered their ancestors, says Jackson Meredith, an organizer. As far as we're concerned, we're going to keep protesting until Columbus Day is abolished. So the thing is, like, people get mad about this, like uh, Bill de Blasio. He's saying we have to honor that day as a day to recognize contributions of all Italian Americans. So, of course, that they should not have been changed arbitrarily, says de Blasio. And I get it. You got to play it to your base. You know what I'm saying? White white men, like they'll say they're Italian, quote unquote. But I mean, just because you eat like some pasta and stuff like that and your great, 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 great grandmother was Italian doesn't mean you get to lay claim to that, which pretty commonly white people do. Like white people are everything in America, but white, they're Irish, they're English. They got a little bit of Spanish in them. They got a little bit of Mexican in them. And then they go hard when these problematic holidays are changed. And it's ironic that, hey, they're trying to celebrate their heritage as natives to whatever country they're from, while at the same time denigrating natives of this country who they killed. Like, if you're really about that struggle, you should be fighting for the rights of black and brown people, you know, fighting against racial inequality, racial inequities in this country. But because somebody is, is stepping on your holiday that you don't even celebrate. It's a day off work. Like nobody, nobody's out here. Well, I'm not out here having like Christopher Columbus, you know, parades and shit like that. But I mean, if you are, you're a loser. There's probably a better way to spend your day, just kind of kicking it. But I mean, it is what it is. Like, shout out to the indigenous people. Native Americans definitely get shitted on in this country. Um, and you know, salute to you guys, especially if you're out there listening. Yes, Loski Wolski, we're spoken on that. Christopher Columbus Peck. Um I'm going to push my agenda real quick. Watch The Sopranos. There's a hilarious episode about this on The Sopranos. I've said this on Twitter. Tony Soprano definitely would have voted for Trump. Tony Soprano definitely would have been anti-vax. Like, there's so much stuff about this 23-year-old show that is still relevant today. Push the agenda. Best show of all time. Hashtag watch Sopranos. Yeah, I'm trying to get Rev to watch it. Like, she's into, like, writing scripts and stuff. I'm like, yo, Sopranos is a master class for anything film-related. Like, I took one film class, which is actually pretty interesting. Um, and I can see how people get deep into that into that world and that rabbit hole, because like so much goes into making like a, a movie or a play or something like that, as far as casting, getting the lighting right, and like making sure the cuts are good, everything flows together and makes sense within a short period of time. Then Sopranos were definitely an innovator as far as television, essentially bringing you a movie every single episode. Like the quality of these episodes, writing, casting, directing, everything is like A1. And then like the story progressively gets better, the characters grow, everybody has their story arcs, so on and so forth. 
Like you don't get these great shows we have now. Let's say like Breaking Bad, for example, or any of these other shows without the, without the Sopranos. So definitely push that agenda. No, the Sopranos is, is godly. It's not just good, Loski, who said in the comments, Sopranos is good. Sopranos is excellent. I'm on my, I just restarted watching it again for like the fifth or sixth time. I'm trying to get my wife to watch it. It's a struggle, but you know, she gonna watch it. We get divorced. It's one of the two, but yeah, that's my, my quick, my quick Sopranos plug. So. Hey, can you send uh, Lowski a link? I'm I'm having my computer's acting slow. I'm trying to get it loaded up on the back end. I actually wanted to restart the uh, Sopranos too because it's been a long time. Uh, between that or The Wire, um, because I actually never finished The Wire, so I'm trying to decide which one to start. Since you know, it's just not a lot of good TV out that I'm interested in. So. Um, yeah, that's something that I'd be interested in. I also, I thought about watching the movie, but I've heard like mixed reviews about it. Some people say that it's not very good the at all. fucking terrible. The Many Saints Newark was a waste of time. So you wouldn't recommend it at all, I'm sure. But, you know, hey, I, I don't know. We have different tastes, you know, as things you like, as things I like. I don't know. But a lot of people said it's not very good. Um, so, yeah, I've thought about uh, restarting it as well. Um, and I probably will hear soon. Um, start the Sopranos, and I didn't. I don't remember that episode where they talk about the uh, Christopher Columbus. My whole thing with the Columbus thing is like the misinformation and misguided information. Like I, I can recall being a being a school age student in the nineties, and you would have thought, or we were led to believe that he founded America. You know, he uh, as far as Indians are concerned, he provided them with food and uh, resources to live out the best parts of their life. And, you know, and then after that, skip hundreds of years later, we gave them a whole bunch of free land. That was basically my understanding of Christopher, Christopher Columbus and the Indians. And then it's like you find out as an adult, once you hit humanities or once you hit U.S. history and they get into the meat and potatoes, uh, how savage this guy was, no pun intended. Like, he basically came here, you know, took over, spread disease, killed the people, uh, pillaged, raped, uh, put their people in bondage, like whatever the case may be. He came over here and wreaked havoc in the name of his home country and then basically lied and said he discovered America. And then as you get older, as far as like being black, you start to hear stories about the Moors and different things like that and how they had been over here and they would come and just leave, you know what I'm saying? Like they, they would truly explore it, not to conquer it, and then just leave. And then you start to hear about, you know, the actual Native American Indians. You start to hear about the black people that are also indigenous people of America that were already here. But, you know, we thought all black people came from Africa. And it just really kind of changed your mind on things. So I'm actually glad, like, here, what they do the week prior in the state I live in, North Carolina, they go ahead and give the teachers like a teacher appreciation day. So on that Monday before, or either they do it the Monday afterwards, they give them the day off anyway. And then it's business as usual on Columbus Day. So, you know, pretty good, pretty cool way to still give the people a break from, you know, the monotony of teaching or learning uh, and but still not paying homage to a murderous, well humping maniac. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what he did. He murdered thousands of people. Yep. Definitely probably trickled down through history as well. So, I mean, if you do celebrate Columbus Day, you think this is problematic, definitely hit us up. I'd like to hear your take on this. But, I mean, ultimately, it's not going to hold any weight to it. But, anywho, uh, so yesterday I went to go check out a Raiders game. Was not going to see the Raiders. I was going to see Justin Fields because they played the Bears. It was a pretty interesting experience. The stadium is awesome. It's a brand new stadium. Uh, it was built in, well, it started construction in 2017. The final cost was like $1.9 billion. Like it was, it's insane. Like it's it's extremely nice. Uh, it definitely stands out uh, when you're driving around. You can definitely see it wherever you go. So getting into the stadium, I was kind of confused because like when I bought my tickets online, it required you to, you know, verify your vaccination status. So there's an app called Clear. I think you use it at the airport to get through like it's kind of like a TSA pretech type of thing. So you pretty much sign in, put your like COVID information, upload a picture, and then you know you go to the stadium. You can go through the quick line, right? 
So there was two lines. The quick line, it was a kind of like go straight through the gates, go straight to the stadium. And then I guess the people that didn't use clear, there's a huge line like wrapped around the stadium to get their stuff verified, you know, by hand. So we're trying to go through a quick line. They're yelling like, hey, clear app or wristband. So I guess you'd get a wristband too, which I didn't know that. I probably would have did that instead. But it's like, hey, clear app or wristband. So I'm like, all right, cool. Going to the clear app and I click on the app and nothing happens. Circle of death, spinning, 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 spinning. And I'm listening around to other people like, yo, like, what the fuck is up with this app? It's not working. Like, we're trying to get into the stadium, get settled, get in our seats. And it's just like, yo, like, nothing's happening. So I guess there's Wi-Fi at the stadium, too. I try to connect to that. It doesn't work. And everybody's like getting mad. I'm like, yo, this is this the same. This ain't it. So eventually it does work. Um, get into the stadium. Uh, extremely nice stadium. We sit, we sat kind of the higher level, I think like the 400s, but to me, like in a stadium, there's really not any bad views. I've sat in like pretty high seats in some Falcons games, but I think it gives you a better view of like the overall field or whatnot. Like sitting close is a bit overrated. I think it's more of like an internet flex, but it was, it was pretty cool. Like the food was all right. I was low key disappointed that there was no cotton candy in the stadium. I think that is, that should be mandatory. For any sporting events, the cotton candy should be available and present for my popcorn. Yeah, <clears throat> I don't even think they had popcorn. They had like bag like kettle corn, but it wasn't like a lot. So I was I was a wee bit disappointed with that, but not more disappointed than the fans of the Raiders. The Raiders are cheeks. Like, yeah, their record is not indicative to their their talent level. Like they're terrible, like from top to bottom, like. I know the Bears defense is pretty nasty. Like they were pretty much balling them up. I think the final score is like 20 to nine. So they were kind of getting abused. Um, as far as Justin Fields, uh, it was kind of a pedestrian day. He did throw his first NFL touchdown pass in the red zone. Um, at this point, I, I need to go look at what weapons they have in their teams. I don't think they have a lot. Like, cause I'd see times they have like a single high safety in the corners press. I'm like, yo, they're not going to take a deep shot. Nah, not going to do that. So I'm assuming they have, like, no talented receivers. Because, again, a majority of their resources are on the defense, right? Their defense. I know they have Allen Robinson. I I thought they have a decent receiving set, but they don't have an offensive line is what I think. Yeah, that too. I was like, yo, man. Like, there's some plays I'm like, look, man. Like, y'all didn't get this man killed. He's just standing there just taking it. So I, I think a lot of people, especially Falcons fans, who are still trying to get past the argument of whether we should have taken Kyle Pitts, who had a great day um, yesterday, um, versus taking Justin Fields. And I think with the Justin Fields thing, if they can keep this defense together, I'm not sure what their their contracts are looking like, but if they can take this, keep this defense together, get him an offensive line of like one or two toys, because the running game is actually pretty good. Like they pretty much run down the field. And then also start incorporating him more in the run. I think that team is going to be pretty dangerous in the NFC. Like that defense is ferocious. I definitely think he has the tools. I just don't think he's getting the help he needs at this point. He's still a little bit, of, a little bit green. So I'm definitely keep up with them. So I'm definitely a, a fan of Justin Fields. But yeah, definitely if you're if you're in the Las Vegas area, definitely try to check out a Raiders game, man. Since they suck, the tickets probably be a little bit cheaper. But it's definitely an interesting experience. I've been to shit. I've been to see the Raiders. Falcons, of course, the Jags. I've seen the Colts play in their stadium. Um, I've been to the Jets slash Giants stadium for all the people that don't realize the New York team play New Jersey. So I've, I've been to a couple stadiums. It's, it's pretty cool. So hopefully I can add to that list as, you know, my life progresses. But um, my team won. Uh, Mr. Uh, CP Meth Life, uh, Mr. Savage, his, his team didn't win. So. Let, let us know what happened with the Jags and what, what happened with your profile pick. I see you're rocking the uh, the Tennessee Titans uh, profile pick. Yeah, so I have to have the Tennessee Titans uh, Abby until uh, after the Super Bowl because my team just can't get it done. I don't know. I don't even know what to say, man. Like, got all this controversy. I mean, thank God for John Gruden for at least kind of deflecting a little bit by um, – Calling oh, I forgot all about that. Yo, yeah. So, yeah, let's pause. Let's pause right there. Yeah, go ahead. I guess back in 2011, it was a was it a lockout or something something with the collective bargaining, something like that. And I guess he called what he said, Boris Smith, 
that said he had like big Michelin Michelin tire lips. I'm just like, bruh. Hashtag and racism. Hashtag it takes all of us. Like, I get that happened almost a decade ago, but like, bro, somebody saw those emails, right? Like, somebody knew that this happened, and I'm sure, like, I know he said he was angry, but like, if you get angry and the, the first things you go to are like racial tropes, that's that's deep rooted in your heart, brother. <laughs> like, you meant that from the bottom of your heart, bro. Like. Yo, I'm gonna look at this black dude and insult his intelligence, and then make make fun of his 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 lips. Like, bro, what are we doing? What get get Chucky out of here? Get Chucky out of here. But anywho, yeah. yeah, that was definitely problematic. But I think he like refused to speak to the press yesterday as well after they got packed up because he doesn't want to be held accountable, which is uh you know typical. They, they don't want to answer any questions about that anymore. So you know that's what's coming be, because. Must be nice. Must be nice. Must be nice because we can't avoid it. We're still getting, you know, the jokes about women and dancing and touching on women. And, you know, even our huddle on Friday, they huddle with grind. So we know what that means. Um, But yeah. Yeah, real quick, though, I mean to cut you off, but I guess, and this is what I don't like, man. So there's a quote from ESPN. It says, uh, I've been around this guy for three years now. I've never felt a certain type of way about him. Raiders running back Josh Jacobs said of Gruden, who was drafted, who drafted him first round out of Alabama in 2019. He's never rubbed me a certain type of way. That type of way, I mean, what he said is what he said at the end of the day, too. But I mean, I definitely trust him. I mean, it was 10 years ago. People grow. So my problem with this. Hey, stop stop asking NFL players double-edged sword. Stop asking NFL players to weigh in on, on issues like that, right? First of all, this dude gave you a job. You're not gonna say anything disparaging about him. So you're kind of in a compromised position either way. You're not gonna be like, oh nah, you know, F John Gruden, he's racist if that's how you feel, because this man gave you a chance and gave you your start in the NFL. Like you're you're not gonna do that. Secondly, Again, you can't talk to everybody or ask everybody about anything. So he said that, you know, he said what he said. He's never run me a certain type of way. Um, I mean, I definitely trust him. I mean, it was 10 years ago. People grow. John Gruden is 58 years old. Let me repeat that. John Gruden is a full grown adult at 58 years old, meaning he said this when he was about 48. Ain't no growing left to do, bruh. That's the type of tree you are. You didn't just wake up one day and be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to make these comments. And, oh, you know, I've changed since then. Absolutely not. He's a fully grown white man. That's that's his get down. So, again, just like even I think ESPN is kind of. I don't like they even put that that out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, because that that pace of picture, they're like, oh, well, this player thinks it's OK. People grow like little kids grow. Teenagers grow. Like college athletes that go on their Twitter when they're 13 or 14, they're now 21, 22, that say problematic stuff. I'm, I'm inclined to give them more of a pass because they are children. This man is a full grown adult. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. I think with the growth thing, it depends on the scenario. I'm not giving him a pass, but it, you know, like you said, it, it once you get past a certain way, a certain age, I mean, you become kind of set in your ways. Now, Michelin lips compared to monkey or if you just would have said the N-word or something like that, I mean, it's not as bad because you could just be talking about his features. I didn't really nah, get a good look. Nah, man, there's too many. There's Michelin too many lips, come on, man. Like, look, look at all but, the damn... Mm-mm. Come on, man. I mean, yeah, you never nah, know. He, he could have big lips. I don't know. Okay. You can grow from that. But to me, what I see is a person that's avoiding it um, by saying, oh, it's old. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Now you don't want to do a press conference afterwards. And you kind of just stuck your head in the sand. That's not showing me that you grew from it. You know, at the end of the day, uh, show me you grew from it by being headstrong. And I agree with you 100%. Why ask Josh Jacobs? Because, okay, if you ask him and then he says, yeah, you know, well, hey, I, I feel this sort of way about my coach, blah, blah, blah. 
hey, you're on the bench for the rest of your contract. You'll barely see the light of day. And I mean, they already got Kenyon Drake there as well anyway. So it's like they could just bury him and his career would be over. So you kind of got to watch what you say in that regard of things. So I get what you're saying 100% on that. Um, But like I said, I know using my own personal self, like it's, it's been ways that I've grown, but then again, I'm a lot younger than 50 something. But if you're open, if you're susceptible to change, you can, but I feel like once a racist, always a racist, you know, like I'm a big wrestling fan and I know people, they always now talk about like Hulk Hogan. And, oh, well he's grown or, Hey, that was like 15 years ago. You know, no, he's not like, he has not grown. Uh, the people that were in the audience when he was allowed back after his three or four year ban um, were like, they didn't even feel like he was sincere. Like he was, he was sorry. He got caught. He wasn't sorry that he said the N word. Like he didn't really care. He was just mad. He got caught. Um, and in that case, it's like, okay, well, you're an old man. Then you're an old man now. And even the way that he said it, like he said that with malicious intent. I, I don't, I didn't, I don't want my daughter dating some nigger. You didn't even have to say that. You're supposed to be concentrating on boning a woman, and you're talking about n words. Well, let's let's let's, let's even pause on that, man. Like he was clearly sleeping with another man's wife. <laughs> well, you know how that culture gets down, but you know, yo, like but, to share things. I mean, but it wasn't it wasn't within wrestling though. It was a, a radio announcer. I actually listened to his radio show at some point. I don't know mm-hmm. why. Yeah, dude named uh, Bubba the Love Sponge. So it's just like some radio personality who he was banging his wife, being racist. He, he was he was like an old manager, but yeah, yeah, he definitely was. I don't know how white people get down behind behind closed doors. That's none of my business, but that's weird too. But you know, like I said, with the way that he said it, you show no remorse. I mean, you just are who you are at the end of the day. Uh, especially if you're talking about a person in their fifties and forties and stuff like that. I mean. You know, these white people, they show us daily what they're about, what they think of us. And so it just kind of is what it is. But, um, well, real quick, I looked up a picture of Demora Smith. His lips are not that big. Like, I think he has like average sized lips of like any black person. So he really, he really dug deep for that. For that uh, he yeah. was mad like, and he, yeah. he let that chopper sing. I'm like, damn, dog. Like, yeah, not, not cool at all. Not, not cool. So, and my thing is, this will get swept under the rug. I feel like he should be disciplined for that. Like, I know with a 10 year deal, and depending on the language offset, he's not going to get fired more than likely because he's only in what year three or maybe four. Um, but yeah, he, he deserves some discipline. <laughs> Let's take a different angle, right? So, his, his response is all I can say is, I'm not racist, Gruden said. I can tell you how sick I am. I apologize again to D Smith, I feel good about who I am. And what I've done my entire life, I apologize for the insensitive remarks I had. I had no racial intentions with those remarks at all. I'm not like that at all, but I apologize. So that definitely sounds like the, you know, the typical, you know, I don't have a racial bone in my body response. But like in, in an alternate universe, what if like John Gruden is like the, the ultimate fucking like he'd be snapping on people, right? Yeah. Like what if what if he'd be like, yo, man, it's such a such a such a big ass lips. Like maybe, the, maybe that's <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like you I just feel like maybe, but I feel like we would have heard that before at, at 58. Like I feel like, yo, yeah, John Green, he'd be snapping on players and be calling people out of their names, he'd be joking like that. But I I don't think that's the case. So you know what the to- worst thing though, as we get deeper is Michelin lips, because Michelin tires are black. <laughs> so even if he said that big lip bastard or something like that, the fact that you chose a black object too. Yeah. I don't know, man. I associate Michelin with white because that dude, the mascot is white. Like I wouldn't necessarily go Michelin and then black, but you know. At the end of the day, the shit was problematic. And you gotta know, even if you do, even if you do make jokes about people, right? Like you have to have enough awareness where, like, yo, if you if you snap in on like like an Asian person, you can't be like, you know, open your eyes up, that type of stuff. Like you, you can't, you can't do that. You can't do stuff like that. You got to have the awareness. And this ties back into the Dave Chappelle thing. Like comedians are smart. Like there are a lot of truths in jokes. And if you're smart, you have the awareness enough. You're smart enough to craft jokes. You're like, eh, 
I know what I'm doing when I said this. Like John Gruden was deliberate with his his fucking racial. It was an email. He had the opportunity to prove <laughs> He really he had to in, he had to literally insert that shit and then hit send. And actually, he had a type of subject header because I'm pretty sure they use Microsoft at the NFL, and you can't send emails without headers through Microsoft. So yeah. there's a lot yes. of steps to go ahead and get that out there. Yes, uh, let's welcome uh, Mr. Losey Wosey to the podcast. One of the one of the nastier individuals on my timeline. Uh, what's going oh, okay. on, <laughs> right? First of all, I'm I, I'm gonna start retweeting all the wild shit I see because I don't even be half as bad as most of them niggas on Twitter, bro. I be chilling, but I'm doing good. I mean, I know y'all was talking about the Sopranos earlier. I literally on my first watch, and I was on that Christopher Columbus episode on Saturday. That nigga Tony is an asshole. <laughs> but it's funny though because Silvo was like all mad about the Native Americans protesting, and then at the end, Tony was like, "Bruh, all the shit that you accomplish isn't because you're Italian; it's because you're you." So I don't understand what Tony's whole point of talking shit to his son about that was. Anyway, like he just basically negated everything he said early in the episode. I mean, if if you'll learn that, like Tony's smart, but he's like he's stupid, like. He's very yeah, ignorant. very ignorant. yeah, like, yeah. He's a he's an interesting fellow, but um, like yeah. a lot of the times I'll be watching, I'll be like, damn, this man Tony smart as shit, and then sometimes I'll be like, bro, the fuck. Same yeah. thing with Chris. I wanted Chris, Chris to die immediately. He's somehow still alive at this point, but sometimes he'd be showing a little bit of hints that he's actually kind of together. So you're on. So that's season one, right? No, I'm in season four now, like the earliest, like maybe okay, episode okay. three. I'm in episode three of season four now. So, like I said, I've watched I've watched Sopranos at least four or five times. Like I've watched it a few times. So there's actually um, I'm listening to the podcast. It's called Talking Sopranos. So once you finish the show, check that out. It's done by uh, isn't it by Chris and uh, Bobby? Because I think yeah, I listened yeah. to it. Yeah, I went back and listened to like the stuff, or they recap the episodes. <laughs> That I already watch. I mean, they be dropping spoilers in there and stuff, but I ain't tripping off that show. Been out for like thirty years, so it's my fault for not watching it. Yeah, I mean, like they have terrible chemistry so far early, but they have like because they cut each other off a lot. Like it's like they yeah. have producers and stuff, but it's just like it doesn't seem well produced. Like they don't know if they can cuss. I'm like it's a podcast; you can do whatever you want to. But I'm still early, and like I'm on episode I think nine of the podcast. But yeah, they like the dude. Uh, what is it? What is the name? Uh, Michael Imperioli, who plays Chris, that dude is like a bona fide, like fucking actor. Like he is, he is extremely yeah. intelligent. He knows like everybody in the industry, everything he's been around. He knows everybody. Like I'm gonna have to go back and watch some of his other movies because that dude is yeah. mad talented. Like he knows yeah, what he's he, talking about. When he was like in the first episode, he, he was talking about all the stuff he was in before he was in The Sopranos. I was like, bro, what? How did I not recognize him in all this stuff? I've seen a good portion of all the stuff he's been in, but I guess until you really see who that person is, you don't really know who they are. Like, I'm trying to think, like, um, I said he was in uh, a example, John Hamm. I didn't realize how much stuff John Hamm was in until I watched Mad Men, and then I started watching stuff again. I was like, Jesus Christ, he was in everything. Yeah, he, he definitely he definitely knows his craft, so definitely check that out. But I know uh, Mr. Uh, the Tech Messiah, aka AC3 Savage, he wanted to have you on and, and talk about a couple things. I guess you guys are having internet beef for like, I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, we don't have internet beef. This dude decides to attack my team for no reason. I don't, I don't understand it. Like at the end of the day, me and CP underscore Jet Life, we had the issue. He's the reason why I had to change to the Titans thing because his team beat my team, even though classless ass. Uh, Derrick Henry shouldn't score that last touchdown. And and it's like, brother, Lowski, you know, I, I've represented you from day one. And you sit here and talk about Urban Meyer. Like, I'm like, bro, what, what is wrong with you? Nobody's concerned with the Rams who are in salary cap hell, who have our leftover trash in that gay-ass Jalen okay. Ramsey. Okay. <laughs> okay. You, know, you tell me. You, you tell me, you know, come on, dude. There is nothing masculine about that dude at all. But y'all got him. That's cool. We got the picks for him. The picks didn't work out. But, you know, I didn't have an issue with you 
and you constantly come and torment me. Then you call me bald-headed, and I have hair. Like, come on. It's a low cut. I'm thinning. You need Jesus. I'm thinning, too, and I be shaving my head when I get haircuts. I don't know what you're talking about. First off, you know I'm from Florida. I've seen Jacksonville since... I don't know, I've been watching Jacksonville football since at least 95 when I was six. So I've seen them at their heights when they were actually going to the playoffs to up to now where they've been in. We don't have basements in Florida, but whatever is below a basement is what the fuck they're at right now. Two, I don't like Urban Meyer. That nigga got scared when Tim Tebow left Florida and decided to dip, bro. So my beef more has to do with Urban Meyer. And less to do with him being on Jacksonville. If he had went anywhere else, I would still been on that. If you had went to USC. Okay, so let me I ask you a question. With you being from Florida, as you say, uh, how did you become a Rams fan? Was it the greatest show on turf? Or? It was the greatest show on turf. They won a Super Bowl when I was 10, bro, and I jumped on the bandwagon. I'm not going to okay. ever lie about that shit. I mean, 10, 10 is an early age. That's just not like you were 21, did it? Like, yeah, exactly. It, it happens. Now, so, I was a I Falcon mean, fan because they went to the Super Bowl, so I understand where you're coming from. Yeah, I mean, like, to be honest with you, I do support Florida sports. All of my other teams are from Central Florida. Like, I watch the Magic. I watch the Rays, who are getting yep. dusted by the Red Sox. I watch the Lightning. Hopefully, they 3 P. Doubt it, but, you know, anything's possible. So, like I said, I mean, you know, and I watch the college teams down here. I watch all of them either be great or struggle. It's hard being a Florida college sports fan right now because all the teams suck. That is true. So, yeah. Manny Diaz has probably got to get packed up. Mike Norvell should as well. <laughs> Manny Diaz should not have been head coach going into this year, but because I'm not technically a Canes fan, I got to keep that shit to myself. And hold on one second. So shout out to CP Jet Life, who is a Canes fan. I'm definitely glad that you're losing in that sport. You and Marcus, thank you. Yeah, they be getting asses clapped every weekend, bro. I don't know what they thought. I don't know. Every year is Miami year, and then I just be like, bro, be, be watching the same college football because Miami is not going to have a good year. Yeah, I, I, guess, I guess they thought since Trevor Lawrence was gone, it was a time. But I was like, yeah, bro, that's not it. Well, it is crazy, too, though, like with the amount of talent they have down there in South Florida, man. Like they should be able to field at least a team that can do like the basics, man. Like, but I know that <clears throat> with the reach and growth of like you know big name coaches like Urban Meyer, they can pretty much pluck the tip top talent wherever they want to. But damn, like there's nothing like there's there's got to still be athletes down there where you can compete. Bro, they missed out on Lamar Jackson. That is true. Yeah, Miami don't hold that weight like they used to, bro. And then all the other schools in Florida starting to get big in the football scene, so everybody's going everywhere. It's not just like Miami is no longer that destination like it used to be. There's like two other schools down in South Florida that are getting just as big. That's 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 absurd. But kind of pivoting on people getting clapped up. Did you guys watch the uh, Tyson Fury uh, water fight? Oh my god. Now, I didn't watch it, but I seen the memes and the clips, and I was like, bro, you don't watch two times to a white man, bro? Might, might be time to hang that shit up. If you don't know, now you know. <laughs> I know, and there's a video, everybody, somebody even said, like, y'all was sucking his dick, and y'all were saying niggas, and I was like, yeah, it was. So, I watch you feel like that, though. I'll watch boxing, so I don't care about that. But let's go to the, the whole, the whole, the whole N-word controversy with Mr. Fury, right? So, Video released that he's singing the the infamous uh, uh, juicy, juicy, yeah, by Notorious B.I.G. Rest in peace. And you know he clearly says the N word, right? So first and foremost, and me and Miss Savage have been to concerts. If you go to any any concert, there's going to be like mad white people saying the N word. Like it is what it is. Cool. You accept it there, no big deal. Like you, you can't fight them all. So I have an idea for the next pay-per-view with Tyson Fury, right? And I think the purse should be $2 million, right? Well, actually, how much do they make? Not it's $2 million. This will be light work for Fury. I think the next fight for Tyson Fury on pay-per-view should be anybody that has an issue with him saying the N-word can sign up to fight him, as many as they want, in, in let's say, a 30-minute period. So 
if there's a thousand people that have a problem with him, each one of those people will have the opportunity to step in the ring with him and make it right. I would pay whatever the cost to see how many people he can give brain damage in 30 minutes. Every, because they think everybody they just getting slept, bro. 30 minutes too long, bro. Like maybe five, because I feel like two punches and you go. I mean, but they can finesse this to like a Guinness Book of World Records type of deal. Like I've knocked out the most people in 30 minutes type situation. Like I, I think it would be compelling TV. Very like I, I'd say give them like all the equipment they need, like give them like head pads and put a mat behind them. Like maybe let him use like just one hand, like you can only use one arm and see how many of those people he can knock out in like not even let's let's say 15 minutes. Like he's he's got things to do. But yeah, I mean if you have a problem with it, you're not gonna run up on him. Like, it's not yeah, gonna happen. You're not running up on kids at regular rap concerts. So you're damn sure not running up on the heavy the heavyweight champion of the world. Like just watch the video, retweet it, don't retweet it. Go on with your life, because that's that's all it's gonna be. <laughs> Ain't nothing happening about that. It's no truly unfortunate to me. I hate saying this because I, I, if you know me, I'm not, you know, an Oreo. I'm not a sellout or anything like that. But to me, honestly, it needs to be a separation of the two n words. So you can't like I hear black people all the time. They'll call white, yo, what's up, nigga, and nigga, 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 you know, stuff like that. And you'll not say anything to DJ Khaled, to Fat Joe. I don't, Eminem said it once, but that was before he got big. Nobody checks these people at all. I don't know what MGK does. I don't know what Yellow Wolf does. I don't know Mac Miller like that, if they've ever said it. But it's like you pick and choose the battle. And to me, the the one that's a no no is the hard er. The uh, it's like you know you pick and choose. So I just I never understood that. Like at the end of the day, if he's rapping a song, okay, in the song he, it says if you don't know now you know, nigga. Like he didn't say nigger. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm not trying to say this right or wrong, but I know I had to have a conversation with one of my white friends. Like he had said something. And then he was like, yeah, man, that nigga tripping. And I was like, nah, don't, don't say that in front of me. I don't like that. He was like, nah, I didn't say the ER. You know, I'm not saying that you. I'm not being offensive. And I said, no, I don't play that. I'm from Mississippi. Like, you don't say any N-word. You don't even say Nicole around me. Don't say Nat Tucker around me. Don't, don't even just use the N-word. Don't even go, mm, just I don't want it to be done. But then I started to think, and I'm like, well, damn. I be saying nigga around him and cracker, too. Well, that's not you. That's a, that's a you problem. Like, okay, cracker hockey. That's that's. I don't care. Those 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 words don't carry the the historical words. The N word does. But I mean, that's not you. Like, I don't say, I, I don't say the N word around white people. Like, it's just not now. Just because, just because of situations like that, where it's like, yo, you have to check them, and you might have to fight. Or also, you could just have the other perspective I had before, which I'm still questioning. But like, hey, man, do whatever you want to do, but. Hey man, just understand that everybody's not me, because that's gonna get you packed up in certain places. So like, if that's how you feel, God bless. But don't don't say I didn't warn you, dog. Like you an yeah. adult, man. Make make the decisions you want. So, but it, like I said, I had to take that same approach and say, okay, well I can't say nigga around him. And actually, I try not to say nigga in general. And actually, the other day you called me a nigga, and I was offended. Allegedly. You know, now that I'm a college graduate. <laughs> I was like, why is this dude calling me the N-word? You know what I'm saying? First of all, these are our allegations. If you listen to this podcast, I do not use the N-word. I think I might have said it uh, once. I think I was on a Dirt Bird Nation report. I was wild on that day, though. I couldn't I couldn't contain myself. But um, yeah, man, we you know it it has it, it's a definitely a controversial situation from now to the end of the time. Because it's interesting you mentioned DJ Khaled. Um, him saying it, but like there's some people that'll get weirded out by Logic saying it, but Logic by definition is black. He just looks extremely white. Him and J. Cole have the same parental breakdown, a black mom and a white dad or whatever. They have two different race parents. Same with Drake. Same same situation. He's just extremely <sighs> white. So, it, so what's the rule though? Like Logic, I, so I listen to every Logic album Throughout all of his albums, he said the N-word like six times. Six times, I count. Six songs I heard him use the N-word. 
But he he has the he has the right. He, to he has the racial makeup to say, but Logic looks like a white man. You know when I see Logic, I don't know if y'all watched that one dude who rate and review hip hop albums. Mm-mm. Those two dudes look exactly the same to me, and that one dude is actually white. He'd be wearing like button down fleece shirts and shit. I'd have to look up his name, but him and him and Logic, I could have sworn were the same person. So if I see Logic in the street and he would be like, "What's up, my nigga?" I probably would slap him because he looked like a white man. I mean, the, yeah, that's the thing. Like, I don't think I don't think he thinks the opportunity cost is worth having to explain that to people that don't know him, right? Because like, yo, you got to pull out your ancestry.com, your family photo album. Like, yo, check my Facebook. This is my father, baby pictures. It's too much work, I, and I I kind of get that. But it also is kind of weird that he always doesn't always, but he, he does have the the whole thing about the whole biracial thing. I think that is something that definitely definitely tell it bothers him with that whole situation, but, uh, you know. That's just like with me, okay, like, Ronda Rousey, technically a quarter black, but doesn't look black at all. You know, she named her kid La Akia Makala La Puakala Anipa Brown, which is very much of an African-sounding name. I mean, can she say nigga? Because she's technically a quarter black, and we're so. Great. So I, I think the I think it should stop it. Like, damn. No, it should be if you don't it, look like. I'd say fifty. I'd say, no, say it's got to be fifty percent. I think it's got to nah, be. Nah, bro, because some people will claim black and don't look black, right? Like, all right, The Rock finally claimed he was black in that Tech Nine song. Does The Rock? Look Hold on. By the way, that song was terrible. It was, it was ass cheeks. It was definitely ass cheeks. But does The Rock look like a black man? I mean, yeah. he has at some points in his career, maybe where he yeah. looked a little black, but that he looked more Polynesian than he looked anything else. Same thing with Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel is partially black. Does he look black? Like if you if you got pulled over by the police and you know you could pass the the uh, paper bag test, you shouldn't say nigga. So somebody tweeted out that the rock sounds like a swole logic. And then uh the the homie uh ESPN Frankie, she said the rock rapping like he the only black person at his school. So they was definitely cooking him. I had no incentive to click on that video. I'm like, I'm, yeah, I'm bro, I don't need to listen to the rock. Rap. It is exactly that, that same white friend had sent me the link the second that song dropped because he was so hyped. And he's a Tech Nine fan, and like I was, um, I was talking to one of the homies earlier that supports the podcast. Um, yeah, definitely. And I was like, God damn! Like, why, why would you send me this? Like, as soon as it comes up, I was like, Man, I have no desire to listen to this. I try to give Tech Nine a chance. Tech Nine sounds like he sounds like the the type of rap that white people would be like, Yeah, I'm down with rap. Like, I just cannot get into Tech Nine. I don't know why. Uh, the rock, the bars, they weren't bad. He wasn't on beat at all, and it was really choppy. And I mean, I, you have to you're the rock. You're the rock, dog. Like you don't. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody, nobody go tell him y'all. He's exactly right. Same with Tyson Fury situation. Ain't nobody in that studio finna be like, damn, bro, you need to tighten this up because you probably gonna get put in the headlock. And that's <laughs> your rock bottoms. Yes, you go get your ass beat for saying <laughs> that these verses was trash. Yeah, and yeah, Tech Nine is definitely white people rap. Like I listen to Tech Nine, some of that shit cool, bro. I have, I have before too. He's 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 interesting. He's he's independent, so he's getting all the the money from his his uh, So he's definitely a he's probably like you know people say he's corny and well liked, but he's he's probably extremely rich, richer than a lot of your your favorite rappers. I respect the independent uh, hustling king out here. So. yeah, he was independent before that shit was wildly popular. I think he's been independent his entire career. Yeah, yeah, he's been yeah for a long time. I picked up on him on the R.I.P. Combat Jack podcast or Combat Jack show, so you definitely had an interview with him on there. So uh, great interview as all of them. R.I.P. Uh, but what, what do we got next? Losi, did you see the video about the hundred hard shell tacos? No. Oh, is this no. somebody eating a hundred hard shell no, tacos? No. My mouth would be fucked up. At Taco First 10. of all, hard shell tacos are disgusting. Let's let's start with that. I can't tell you the last time I willingly ate a hard shell taco. Like that's that might be a war crime. Uh, 
But let me let me let me play you this. It's uh, about a minute long. Mr. Sav listened to it earlier, but I think it's worth it for the context. So, hey, listeners, it's it's two minutes long, but it's it's hilarious. Bear with us. What's the worst first date I've ever been on. I'm so glad you asked. I'm gonna tell you right now. Before I met my smoke show of a husband, I was on dating apps as you do. This man messages me out of the blue and he goes, "I like your face. Let's go get some food." Um, I love food. Are you my soulmate? He says, meet me at my house. I will drive us to the restaurant together. Why did we not just meet there? I have no idea. I drive 45 minutes to his house. He's standing outside of it. He walks up to my car and he goes, I've lost my keys. Can you drive us there? Should I have just left him right there and gone home? Yes, did I? Absolutely not. He gets in, starts giving me turn-by-turn directions. He could have been leading me to an abandoned warehouse and I still would have been like, left at this stop sign? Okay. We end up at a Taco Bell, which is fine. I'm like, dine in or drive through, And he's like, drive through. And I'm like, great, he has a plan. <laughs> we get to the speaker and he just leans over and goes, I would like 100 hard shell tacos. Thank you. <laughs> we get to the window. He does one of these numbers. And I'm like, did you forget your wallet? He's like, yeah. I was like, do you need me to pay? He's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. I buy the 100 tacos. And I'm like, where to next? And he goes back to my house. And I was like, okay, this is happening. <laughs> I'm just, I'm committed to this now. It's happening. We get to his house. We walk in. His dad is on the couch. I'm like, he lives with his dad. It's fine. The hoops I am teleporting through <laughs> to convince myself that this decision that I have made is okay is just wild. Walk past his dad into the kitchen. He just starts emptying the boxes of tacos, just releasing them onto the table, puts two chairs at the table, sits down, and he just screams at the top of his lungs, let's feast. I am just calmly unwrapping my taco and taking a bite of it. We are eating hard shell tacos in complete silence. You can hear both of us chewing. It's absolute chaos. The dad walks up, grabs a taco. There's a hundred of them. We have so many to spare. He's eating over us, just like standing, doesn't sit, stands right next to the table, crunches, mouthful. He just looks at me and he goes, do you want to see my studio? Bro, was she on a date with fucking uh, Buffalo Bill, bro? Bro, how, how horny do you have to be to see this date to completion? Because you, you were... You were down bad. <laughs> if this is what you had to do, right? Like you got finessed out of a hundred tacos, put your life on the line, and you probably ain't even get no cheeks, dog. Like, That's was it I'm worth it? Was I'm it saying. worth it? Like, how many? How much money does like a hundred hard shell tacos? That's cost? probably like a hundred dollars. If that, if I mean, depending on where she went. Yeah, that's about eighty nine cents a piece. Yeah. Yeah, so that was about a hundred dollars worth of tacos. Fam, the red flags. Like again, like I don't. And nah, the minute the minute Sean said that he was patting his pockets, not finding his wallet, I'd be like, nah, bro. This ain't it. I was like, I'm not. I'm not spending a hundred dollars at Taco Bell, bro. I'd be like, I'm like, hey, I forgot my wallet too. I guess the date's over. It's time to go. Not doing it. Not doing it. I would have kicked that nigga to the curb at Taco Bell, bro. She wilder, bro. I hate to say that she sound like a white woman, so... She is a white woman. Yeah. I, I, I 100% believe she's lying, but it's still hilarious, especially if she's not lying. But I guess that, that kind of ties into, like, uh, out there in uh, KTSEF listenership land. If you would like, you, you can send us the, the worst date you've been on, even though I believe that's 100% false. I'm too lazy to look it up, but for the sake of this podcast, it is true. But that that's got to be, like, top five. Top. Well, right. He was eating the tacos. You know what I picked up on? He was eating the tacos without no sauce, bro. He didn't even get the sauce to put on them shits. He just unwrapped them shits and went in. How do you do that? <sighs> yeah, the whole less feast thing. That's okay. It was oddly specific for it to be fake. Like, if you're gonna make a fake story, like those details seem pretty like, like you know, like I'm reliving this terror <laughs> again. Uh, so, you know what? I, I do now think this is a real story, which is even more hilarious. So I would just like to say, first of all, tacos meat is on the same. Taco Bell's regular meat is on the same level as dog meat. It's been proven. Kangaroo meat, kangaroo meat, deer ankles, all that. 
Um, <laughs> <In AS. laughs> I mean, even when I was younger, like I would avoid the hard shell taco. Like yeah. if I accidentally got one, I would throw it out my window immediately. I just have never been a fan. But Taco Bell is the quesadilla. It's the uh, chalupa. Mm-hmm. Those two. Um, but still, not gonna front. Hmm, what'd you say? The chalupa was heat, bro. I'm not gonna front. Yeah, the chalupa, the not, especially nacho cheese one at first. It was yeah, really good. That shit saw me do some tough times. But as I once I crossed 23, my stomach would be so fucked up from Taco Bell. Like I'm talking about nights of drinking and driving and you know, doing everything else that me and the crew used to do. You know, you hit up Taco Bell two in the morning, you know, just in case you can't afford to go to the Waffle House. You get it. I swear the next morning your stomach still be just twisting and in knots. A hundred is a ton of tacos. Like that is, that has to be a few weeks supply of tacos. The story itself is just weird. Like the father's home. Why is he standing over you eating tacos? Why are you being invited to a random studio? Like, I, I don't know. Look, I think there's I mean, more to the story. I didn't try to get up. Like, how the hell did she even meet this guy? Was this before was internet online. dating? Or? No, it was. She met him online. Online dating. She swiped. She swiped right on him. Oh my god. So again, how horny did you have to be to? Did she know? get her money back for that shit, bro? Hey, I'm getting back in blood. I'm, I'm shooting up the blood. <laughs> <laughs> you got to. You got to. I was like, bro, I'm taking a hundred dollars worth of values about your crib, bro. Like, ain't no way. Yeah, that that shit is that shit is hella hella trash. So, I, I, I found that hilarious. So, definitely let us know what your your worst dates have been, your worst dating experiences, because I'm sure in these tough times, like I I can't imagine dating in the 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 golden age of social media we are in now. Like, I know there's a video of a guy at a uh, what was it, Giants game. Or Nets, I think it was a Giants game. This dude was swiping right at a furious, <laughs> furious pace. I was Damn, like, "Bros on a mission." Hey, man! Like again, it. I'm shoot, sure. Shoot. Hey, I'm yeah. sure that probably his first time doing it. Obviously, it probably works. Like if you, you know, it's the the probability. Like if you swipe enough people, you're gonna find somebody who you know who want to get broke off or wants you to break them off. You know what I'm saying? So, but. Yeah, man. In COVID times, nah, man. I'm, I'm good on that. So, but yeah, hey, just be lucky that you're no longer in the game, man. This is it's wild. I, I, I know. I pray for you, you kings, every night that you yeah, fight for the queen. I probably you out of here. my girl break up. I'm tricking the rest of my life, bro. That shit seems stressful to be single today and not doing it right now. I respect it. I mean, if it's in the budget, you know what I'm saying? Like, I in this podcast is pro prostitution. We've talked about this many times, and I think this will solve a lot of problems, but that's another discussion for another day. But yeah. anywho. As we wrap, actually, this is a good good that we have Los on, so I can actually talk about this shit. Yo, have you have you watched Code Geass? Not in a long ass time. Was is Code? I didn't finish it. Be, I didn't finish it. I didn't well, finish it. Be, they be talking a lot, and there's not a lot of fighting. Or am I thinking about uh, Code Loco? This is, this is an anime talk. Shout out to all my people that rock with anime. No, it's the one with the dude that has the little power in his eye where he can make people do whatever he wants to, like one time. So this is neither here nor there, but if you watch anime or read manga, you well maybe if you don't, there's there's a thing out here that's called fan service, right? Um you're aware for Kogi's Yo, so let me let me for y'all to know though. So anime is marketed towards like teenage boys, right? Like prepubescent teens. And they they use their artwork to to pretty much accentuate like all the you know, sexualize all the parts of women and men, so it grabs your attention. Now, granted, there's different levels of this. There's a spectrum of fan service. Um, as far as like with the sexualization of anime, there is hentai, which is a whole another level. Straight porn. Probably. you do not have to shoot a code that hentai is porn. <laughs> yes. So there are like full stories um, of pornography. So fan service is material in a work of fiction or a fictional series, which is intentionally added to please the audience, often sexual in nature, such as nudity, right? So like every anime has a, a little bit of fan service. There's different levels. Like early Dragon Ball had a lot of fan service. I haven't watched that yet. Dragon Ball Z, not so much. 
Naruto a little bit. Yeah, um, say yeah. Naruto had it at the beginning. It kind of it comes in and out, but it's not persistent. Um, let's see what else have I watched recently. Like I watched Parasite. There wasn't a lot of fan service. It was a, li- a little bit, a little bit. Um, but yeah, man. Or like even uh, I think the anime that I watched with the least fan service was probably uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, and probably only because like a woman wrote that anime, so I, she's probably like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not doing this. So there was like minimal fan service. Makes a lot of sense though, but that Full Metal Alchemist is fire. There's like one scene it, where. Uh, you have Lust as a character, so I think that was her and the sister. Uh, damn, I can't think of her name. The Winry? Winry. Nah, not oh, Winry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She had the, the, the thick-ass lips and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so I was like, between them two, I felt like that was enough because I think fan service and Formula Alchemist would have definitely detracted from the story. That shit probably really didn't need to be in there. So I'm watching this shit. Hold on. I'm watching this shit, and I'm like, all right, the first season, I'm not going to lie. Everybody's like, yo, this is like the greatest anime of all times, and the ending's so great. So I'm like, all right. So it took me up to, there's 25 episodes in season one. It took me up to, like, episode 23 to be like, oh, okay, I see what y'all are talking about. This is getting kind of good. So I'm trying to burn through it. So there was some fan service in the first season. Bruh, I'm going to send you a picture. I'm going to send both of y'all a picture. Season two is just, like, dangerously horny. Dangerous. I don't know if you've seen Fire Force. Like I haven't even finished. I, I, I started, but I haven't finished it before. Yeah, that shit is fan service out of the ass. Like I think fan, I think because people was complaining, like there was like fan service is the only thing that's really in. There's no real story. In so check, check your check your uh, your your DMs, Adolph. Let's send you a pic. Like, what is the purpose of this angle? What is the purpose of this angle? This angle is wildly horny for no reason. <laughs> no reason. No reason, dog. Like, uh, how is this horny, dog? Like, how? How? And that's not even, <laughs> bro. And there, I would do a whole thread of this one episode. I think it's season two, episode five, where I was just like, that's what really caught my attention. Like, yo, y'all are wild. Like, what are y'all doing? Like, just the angles, people's backs are arched. I'm like, bro, what is going on with this shit? The story's not that bad. Y'all have to do this. Y'all don't have to live this way. The story's decent. But yeah, like there's like girls in the shower naked. I'm like, was this necessary? Like, what are we doing here? So yeah, this this might be the horniest anime I've ever seen. I have you seen Prison School? No, bruh. That, that I will say they kind of this fan service out the ass, but they use it to tell the story. It's part of the plot. Prison School is probably one of my favorite animes. A short. It's like. 10, 12 episodes. Okay, I can I can rock with that. I'm gonna check that uh, out. If you got Hulu, I think it's I don't know if it's still on Hulu or not. I know it's on Funimation for sure. I got so all of Funimation. All right, then it's just on there somewhere. But anywho, yeah, let me know the horny horniest anime you you've seen because I was just like, wow, like that. It, it wasn't even like like subtle. Like you could, like okay. I was watching it. I think I was watching it one day and my wife was downstairs. I'm like, pause. I'm like, yo, like, look at this. Like, you can see, like, the woman's pussy print. I'm like, what, are you, what kind of angle is this? I'm like, for, these are, these are like, hot, like, bruh. That's why, and, bruh. That, I, I, certain <laughs> animes I can't fuck with, bruh. Like, I it was, uh, it was, it's like some kind of zombie school or something. I don't know what it was. It was like fucking teenage girls and they was out here with their titties out. And I was like, bruh. Y'all niggas in Japan be wilder, bro. I was like, these girls be like 16, 15 years old, and y'all sexualizing them like this? Yeah. They need to investigate the entire country, bro. I mean, yeah. That's coming from me. So, but, and, but to be fair, to be fair, American comics do the, thing, do the same thing. If you go back to the 1990s X-Men, the anime series, Rogue was cheeked up. <laughs> like, Rogue. Rogue wasn't an adult or not? I don't know, nigga. I was, I was a kid no, watching them. He was. She, she was, but it was marketed to kids, like teenagers or preteens. She was, she had all the curves, bro. Yeah, I was saying, yeah, Rose, Rose like, in the '90s cartoon that she yeah. had. So she was, same, she same animal than the white woman ever would. Yeah, same animal, different beast. But definitely, let me know the the horniest anime you've seen. Um, I think like I don't think Attack on Titan had very much at all fan service, but they're too busy nah, like, fighting for their lives. <laughs> Get I was like, they just had to create their own fan service with Tackle Titan. I have the pics to prove it, but 
Oh, yeah. oh, yes, I've seen those pictures. Those pictures are <laughs> fucking filthy, bro. Anywho, <laughs> hey, uh, on, on a positive note, definitely uh, appreciate y'all rock with us. Definitely subscribe on YouTube. Definitely, uh, if you want to join the team, we need people that are good at YouTube. Maybe, you know, some sort of producer. I don't know. If you want to join the team, you know, we have a good time. You know, we, we pay in love and respect because we're poor. So. <laughs> Uh, but you know, once we blow up, we're gonna be you know, once we blow up, we'll get the whole team of Bentley Bentley trucks or whatever, whatever you want to. But I don't yeah. know how South Breeze claiming he broke this nigga got one of the 100 produced PlayStation 5s that came out in 2020. Oh, with the serial yeah. number on it, and it's probably in gold. Oh, you know, broke, you know, also, also the Xbox Series X. Let's not let's not forget about that. Um, actually, is that is that the the one with the disc drive or the one without? Because one of those is actually available. The one with the distresser, oh, yeah. and he has a uh, a switch as well. Where, where, oh uh, yeah, see, uh, this nigga is rich. I don't know what he's talking about. Stuff. He broke for it. Look, he got the latest technology. Look, shout out to Rev. I'm actually I'm actually dusting off the Xbox so I can get back into the Fortnite game. So that's that's you know that's what I use it for because there's no fucking games out Xbox. Fortnite, there's no games. <laughs> PlayStation Five, there are no games. Oh, do better. Jesus. That's why I'm still rocking the old shit, nigga. I'm playing old game. I'm playing reverse compatible games, 360 shits, and I booted up fucking Breakpoint. Bro, uh, I'm playing fucking... I'm playing Clash of Clans on my phone right now. That's where my this life is. Anywho, definitely subscribe on YouTube. <laughs> uh, drop a review of Apple Podcasts. Definitely like us on YouTube if you listen. Apparently, that helps the al- algorithm or whatever. This is why we need a YouTube manager because there's a lot of there's a lot of funny stuff that goes on on YouTube that I don't have time for. But there's people out here that are good at that stuff. Like just a side note before we wrap, you you notice every like YouTube video, it's always the people with the same funny ass dumb expressions on their face, like or you know what I'm saying? Like they have a weird <laughs> yeah. I, apparently that's what works. That's the thing you have to do. I'm that's like, why is everybody it, doing Cutie probably doing that shit, so the kids like it. Yeah, and I guess that's like the trend. I'm like, do we does do we have to live like this to be on YouTube? Like, maybe, but that's where the expert in that field would come to play. Manny, who shot the L shot up Marcus Sniffles, definitely gonna have to get him back at some point so we can talk about his his J Cole concert. I think he was at another concert in Atlanta. Um, we we definitely have a lot to talk about, but and his sorry ass Colts. Pack watch. Um, so, uh, <laughs> AC, you got any shout outs? Uh, nah, I don't have any shout outs at all. Well, I guess shout out to um, what's the large breasted girl that follows the podcast? About jazz? Yeah, shout out to her for her belated wow. birthday. Thank you for wow. always rocking with us. Wow. Um, yeah, nope, no, this is a nice tattoo. This, like this is a, a Christian value based podcast. This is a family show. Um, Lowski, you got any shout outs? Uh, shit, I don't even much know. Um, I don't know. Shout out to like everybody who be hating on me when I just be trying to tweet sometimes, but like that should be weird. I just be chilling. Man. I don't know what y'all be talking about. Yeah, it'd be 6 30 in the morning, but at the same time, I wake up at one o'clock, so that's like the afternoon for me. Let me get my tweets off. Facts. Well, all right, y'all. It's KTSEF. We out. Peace. Peace.